Hello there, and welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk about one of the things that exhausts people pleasers the most, which is self-abandonment. Welcome to the Me First podcast, the podcast for serial self-sacrificers and people pleasers who are sick of working so damn hard for love and approval and are ready to create peace, love, and joy from within. Hello there. I really want to discuss self-abandonment with you all because I feel like it's not addressed very well, and it is one of the most crucial parts of people-pleasing that burns you out, like 100% burns you out, because self-abandonment is when you hear that inner knowing, you hear um, your intuition, you hear your heart, your soul speak to you, and you don't listen, or you logic your way out of it, or you make a pros and cons list and do something else, or you put other people's needs before your own, before your own needs, before your boundaries, before all of your required self-love and care and abandon yourself. I, it's hard because I mean, especially with children, there are times where you absolutely have to abandon yourself in order to care for your children, your offspring. Um, I, I think I've mentioned before, I require so much alone time. I try to make the most of my alone time and, you know, work out and walk and do it when the kids are already occupied. Um, but there are times let's say the witching hour, right? When everything is going crazy, all the kids are crazy and you're trying to make dinner. And, um, my husband's not quite done with work yet. And I literally just want to step away from the noise and recollect my thoughts for a moment. And I can't, that's like a micro self-abandonment. And that is one of the reasons why sometimes I end the day so exhausted because I like, you have to abandon yourself a little bit, right. To be, or I do to be a better, more present parent. (sighs) Another way my children, my beautiful children, um, sometimes require me to abandon myself is play dates. I have a very hard time agreeing to play dates. They deplete me and exhaust me and a lot of times overwhelm and overstimulate me, but my children obviously love their friends and want to have them over. And so I say no quite often. So I try to say yes, a reasonable, like a reasonable cadence. Maybe we have one plated at our house every other week or so. Um, I have wonderful friends who often host playdates at their house. I don't think it, it exhausts them quite as much as it exhausts me, which is nice. Um, but we did have this one, um, little friend over for a sleepover and everyone was very excited. And I, um, what 
this had, this had been like a no, no, no. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Not because of the friend, just because of me and my issues, my needs, my whatever. So we had this little girl over and it didn't go well, (laughs) um, to put it extremely kindly. Um, the child who invited her over ended up having her boundaries crossed, not by the friend, but by the whole situation. And there was so much emotional upheaval, so much emotional reaction. Um, the, there was like social media involved, which we don't have social media for our kids. So that was a whole other thing. And, um, I don't know, I get like very, I just worry that when kids at our house, they're not having fun or they're not like interested in what we have to eat. I get self-conscious about what we have to eat because we have like 700 different allergies. We have some people who don't eat gluten, some people who don't eat dairy, some people who can't eat fish, some people who can't eat shellfish now. And like it makes our diet kind of weird. And I always get self-conscious when even like little kids, like seven, eight, nine-year-olds, I get self-conscious that they like don't like our food. So I often will get treats for the kids and everything so that they feel more comfortable. Really, it's so I feel more comfortable because I can't handle disappointing people, evidently, children. Um, but this this one girl, I literally wanted to drive her home at 8.30 p.m. on that night. And she did not go home. I was like, do you want me to drive you home if you're not having a good time? She's like, no, no, I'll stay till the morning. It's like, okay. So then she stayed till noon the next morning and we were having an open house that day for our house at like 12 o'clock. So I was like trying to clean and everyone kept making messes. And if it were just my children, I would have dealt with it, right? Like I would have um, said, stop making messes. Can you help or stay out of the way? Like we're trying to get the house together. And because there was this guest here, I was shoving all of my frustration down. I wasn't communicating anything. And I um, literally think that my head was close to popping off of my body because of everything that was happening in the house. And when her mom finally picked her up at noon and then the open house started, we got in the car and I I either like burst into tears or I can't remember what I did, but it was like a collapse. And the reason that I collapsed and then literally took multiple weeks to recover from this one sleepover was one, like I don't do well with sleepovers. That's self-abandonment number one. Two, I was bending over backwards to make sure this guest was comfortable, which I know you should do when you have guests. Like I understand that, but you can also still honor the rules of your house, honor the, the expectations of your house with friends there. I did not. Um, so self-abandonment number two, and then, you know, with like my instincts are like, okay, this isn't going well. Let's just depart and we'll try again another time. And then this little child telling me, no, I'm staying self-abandonment number three. And then the next day with all of the 
cleaning and mess making and stress of getting ready for the open house, self-abandonment number four. And you could even like do a glaring overall self-abandonment in that I can't handle sleepovers. It is really hard for me to prepare for open houses and showings. And thus I collapsed because this is like a very simple story, but think about all the times that you micro self-abandon yourself all day. Like you don't go pee when you have to go pee or you eat last after your kids or you sacrifice your workout because your husband needs to go to the store or you don't go on the walk because your kid missed their nap or you, um, you know, you, uh, don't get the food that you really want because it's not in the budget. Like there's all these things that if you really just lived by your intuition, by your gut, you would never experience self-abandonment. But because we are in a culture that doesn't focus on that, and because as people pleasers, you are literally conditioned not to trust your gut, your knowing, your, your very clear women's intuition, because you are taught to look outward or you're conditioned to look outward for approval and love and joy and this, like your inner knowing is ignored, that is just a breeding ground for chronic self-abandonment. And chronic self-abandonment is going to lead to overwhelm, exhaustion, burnout, chronic stress. And it is so freaking common. It's crazy. Like if you talk to any other mother at, let's say, school pickup, and you ask her how her day went. Now I, one, there's a lot of negativity. Like I feel like people, um, relate to each other through negativity sometimes. And I, I'm not promoting that, but if you speak to a mother at pickup and you're like, how was your day? And usually it's like, well, I had to do like 700 loads of laundry or I had one kid home from sick from school or you know, my husband forgot this, this, and this from work and I had to run it to him. Or I missed my workout. I missed yoga this morning because Jimmy forgot her, his folder, whatever. It is, it is all, it's very, very usually a tale of self-abandonment. I don't think I've ever, you know, had a, um, impromptu conversation with another mom where she was like, I had the best day. I went and I, got coffee with a friend and it was so nourishing. And then I grabbed my favorite smoothie that I love and the kids, um, packed their own lunch last night. And I just feel so refreshed. Like, have you ever, I think maybe once, but even I had a friend recently who she had three days to herself after Christmas and, you know, without her children. She has three children without her children. And I was like, that sounds, you know, really nice. You can take a little break, do get some much needed rest because she is always working so hard and always doing everything for her kids. 
And I was like, that sounds lovely. Like you can just totally veg and recuperate and whatever. And I talked to her afterwards and she was like, yeah, I didn't really get to do anything because work was crazy. And I did get to focus on work without having to worry about the kids, but still it like wasn't what I was imagining because she abandoned herself to work instead of doing what she actually needed, her soul wanted to do right? So then you come off of your quote unquote break more exhausted because you didn't even do what you actually wanted to do. You did what other people wanted to do. You did what was best for the group. You did what was best for the family. You you did, you made it special for them. But what are you doing for you? Like, what are you actually doing for you? Not not having self-care routine is self-abandonment. Not nourishing yourself with good, healthy food. I literally, I realized a couple months ago, and it really kind of shocked me, I buy all kinds of organic fruits and vegetables every week, and the kids eat them, and they're beautiful and colorful and nourishing. And I literally, in my head, was like, I eat so many vegetables, like I'm good until I realized that I don't even allow myself to eat the children's fruits and vegetables because that's for them. And I end up eating like not great things. Like I'll eat the crackers or whatever to keep my stomach full. But like I wasn't eating, I am now, like I've, but this was very recent that I realized I was counting them eating vegetables as me eating vegetables, wasn't eating vegetables. And also didn't even think that I was worthy enough to eat the really nice food that I buy for my kids. Like that is a form of self-abandonment. And I know, I know that's common. I know lots of moms buy the really good food for their kids and they buy the okay food for themselves, or even like they're super not great food for themselves because that's less expensive. And when you're going to spend money on groceries, you spend it on your kids. Self-abandonment. And the craziest thing is like our kids need us at full energy. They need us nourished and healthy and ready to go. And eating, not eating the food that our children eat is not setting us up to be able to do any of that, right? So stop freaking abandoning yourself in every aspect of your life and honor yourself. Honor your intuitive needs for exercise and alone time and healthy food and nourishing conversation, honor yourself. Like when you have an urge to do something, do it. Like I, I'm sure most of you are thinking, yeah, that's nice, but I, there's no way that I could do all the things that you want to do. I bet if you made an effort, you could do a lot of them. I bet if you had a conversation with your partner or with your parents, if they're in town or your in-laws, if they live near you, Hey, do you think that we could make this happen? I bet you could find a way to make it happen, but we're so used to not honoring ourselves. We're so used to putting ourselves last. We're so conditioned to take care of every single other person in our life before ourselves and think that that's honorable and a good thing. And everyone else is taken care of. You don't see anyone else in your life exhausted, struggling, trying to like drink enough coffee to get through the day because not only are they 
honoring their needs, you're also honoring their needs. And then when you ask for something from your, let's say your nuclear family or a friend or even your extended family, and they say no, you kind of get exasperated because you're like, what the hell? I just abandoned myself for you like for weeks and I'm asking for one thing and they say no because they're honoring their needs. Okay. So we're not going to put your needs on other people and you need to stop putting other people's needs on you. Okay. I feel like maybe we got somewhere there. Pay attention to when you are abandoning yourself. Pay attention to when you have an urge, like a nudge, um, an intuitive hit to do something and you put it aside. You're like, absolutely not. I can't do it. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to when you guys are planning your summer vacation and someone says, let's do this. Pay attention to what your body responds first. Don't like think through all the different ways that that could be awesome or bad or whatever. Don't think it through. Pay attention to your body's reaction to things because your body knows so much more than your mind. Your mind isn't always your friend. You want to trust your body. You want to trust your soul. You want to trust everything in your heart space and not the messed up brain that is trying to keep you safe in misery. Okay. Because it's, it's idiotic. <sighs> okay. So please stop abandoning yourself. Please honor yourself. And I will see you next week. I hope you have an awesome weekend.